John 6, 47. gave this to us he, he gave it to us in pieces but when you put them together it's quite amazing I, I want to I want to read it for you John 6 46 this is what Jesus says speaking with his disciples and those that were around him he says I tell you the truth he who believes has everlasting life he didn't say will have. He said has. Say amen. And then he says something interesting. He says, I am the bread of life. Your fathers, they ate manna in the desert, yet they died. But here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which a man may eat and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Then the Jews began to argue sharply among themselves. How can this man give his flesh to eat? And Jesus said, I tell you the truth. Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and I will raise him up at the last day for my flesh is real food and my blood is real drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, interesting statement, and I in him. Just as the living Father sent me and I've come and I live because of the Father. So the one who feeds, say feeds on me, will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Your forefathers ate manna and died, but he who feeds on this bread will live forever. And the church said, Amen. So while the Lord was teaching this, um, it sounds so strange to them because of one thing that, that God the Father never did is he never sanctioned cannibalism. Eating flesh and drinking blood was a real no. In fact, it was a breach of covenant for the Father. If any of you, if any of you do this, you will be cut off from the people in the Old Testament. So for Jesus to stand up and make this kind of statement, it's pretty, um, pretty radical. And then he said, before his crucifixion, while they were sitting around the table, he said, I, he said, I've longed to eat this meal with you. He picks up the cup and he says, this is the cup of the new covenant. The, the table was always set with bread and wine. 
If you were a Jew and you knew the scripture and you saw the table with bread and wine and you knew about your history, you knew about your father Abraham because father Abraham started this. And he started it. Genesis chapter 14. When he had recovered, he went and he recovered all of his law, his kin and all of the goods that were stolen. And he brought it back. And on his way back, God had blessed them and strengthened them and given them strategy to overcome their enemies. And, and Abraham had riches of what he had collected from the enemy and brought back all the people. And he was on his way back, Genesis 14. And while he was on his way back, he met Melchizedek. You can find him in Hebrews chapter 7. Melchizedek actually translated king of Salem or actually it, it really it actually means king and priest he met him on the way back and Melchizedek watched Abraham make a choice between the king of Salem Melchizedek or the king of Sodom it's very interesting how that analogy happens, how the Lord shows us Abraham had to make a choice between Sodom and Salem, the city of peace, the God of peace. And he had riches. And he told the king of, of Sodom, I will not receive anything from you. You will, no one will ever be able to say that Sodom, you made me rich. I hate to say it today, but many have followed Sodom and become rich. At the same time, no life in them and they are poor. Abraham chose Melchizedek. And Melchizedek, when he saw that Abraham had made the choice between, am I going to go to Sodom? And you all, most of you know what Sodom stands for. That alternative lifestyle that was so despicable to God. Lifestyle so bad until he destroyed a whole people. But there was always much with Sodom. Instead of paying tribute to him, instead of Abraham giving or receiving from Sodom, he went to this mysterious character mentioned only once in the Old Testament, clarified for us in the New Testament. Melchizedek, some call him a Christophany, a manifestation of Christ in the Old Testament without revealing at that time who he really was. You can read it for yourself in the seventh chapter of Hebrews. So that you might receive today. And it really ties into everything God's been speaking to us about generosity. Because Abraham, instead of taking all for himself, when he met, when he met the king of Salem, Melchizedek, he, he took a tenth of all that he had, all that he had gained, 
and he presented it to him. And Melchizedek gave Abraham two things. He gave him bread. And he gave him wine. Same two elements. They are elements of covenant. And Melchizedek blessed Abraham. Now Abraham was already blessed by God when God sent him. And the first time God said, follow me, follow me Abraham. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bless you and I'm going to make you a blessing. In this process, Abraham, acknowledging the one who represented God, Melchizedek, honors him by what he gives him. Abraham's generosity toward Melchizedek when you, when you look and see how Melchizedek responded to Abraham, he gave him something far more valuable than all the riches that were laid at Melchizedek's feet. He gave him the absolute assurance that what has been promised you, you will get every bit of it. I won't leave anything out, everything I told you, I will do. And even though it's taken time, you will live to see everything I told you, everything I promised you. I know 25 years, Abraham, has been delayed, but I'm telling you, with this promise, with this bread and this wine is a guarantee what I said to you, I will do. Abraham took that bread and took that wine and consumed it. By the way, it's right after that that Sarah, God visits Abraham again and promises Abraham, this time next year, what you've been looking for all your life, you'll have it. My Lord. And it doesn't even matter, Abraham, how impossible it looks. In fact, I've waited so that with you it would be impossible. But with God, come on, saints, all things are possible. When Jesus, with his disciples, lays out this bread and this wine, <laughs> He said, this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. This bread is my body. When you take it, eat it, partake of it. When you eat it, when it becomes a part of you. When you drink from this cup, it becomes a part of you. And then the Lord said something astounding. When you take this bread, this is my body. I want to tell you the church for a couple hundred years has been wrestling over whether, you know, is it, is it, is it real blood? Is it real, is it real flesh? Look at your neighbor and say, whatever Jesus said is what it is. Amen. Tell your neighbor, whatever Jesus said, that's what it is. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> and the Lord said, when you do this, remember me, remember me. Remember what I promised. Remember what I've done. Remember what I have accomplished. 
Do you have a problem with facing who you are? Then remember how they defaced me so I could give you your identity. Do you have a problem with sickness? Remember that I took 39 lashes representing every known disease of man. 39 lashes. There are 39 known categories of diseases. Every slash on my back is your healing. Every breaking of my skin is the healing of yours. Lord, have mercy. So he took the bread, the Bible said, and he broke it because his skin was broken and blood came out so we might be healed is your heart torn to pieces and you can't recover take of my blood take of this bread and, and when they pierced and broke my heart when they pierced the store sword into my heart and broke it open it is so, so your heart can be healed. So your heart can be healed. So your heart can be healed. I'm afraid, my brothers and sisters, we may have diminished the meaning of this table. And when you diminish the meaning of it, you diminish the result of it. When you don't get it, you don't get it. felt this morning that I wanted to serve this to you because some of you are suffering and you have not realized the provision that God has for you. Are you in the cycle of repeat, repeat, fail, repeat, fail, repeat, fail, repeat? Is that where you are? You need to take of my body, take of my blood, Jesus said. It's life. It breaks the cycle of sin when you believe what I've done for you. After all, why would you receive a punishment when I've already received it for you? Why would you keep punishing yourself when I have already taken all of it in my body? That's what it means when he says, I bore, he bore our sins. The Bible, the word is carried. I was in that the other day and the Lord spoke to me. It was much too heavy for anyone. to. It was impossible for anyone to carry the weight, the heaviness of the sins of the world. When, he, when the Bible says the sins of the world, it's all the sin that had ever been committed and all the sin that shall ever be committed. He carried it in his body. Look at your neighbors and for you. <laughs> If you want to be a little bold this morning, put your hand on and tell them, say, your sin, he carried your sin for you. To carry it means to bear the weight of it, to receive the punishment of it. I was listening last week. I heard something that was so inspiring. He said, we have forgotten the power of the gospel. The gospel heals everything. Are you caught in a cycle of generational sin? And you're thinking, well, my daddy went through this, my mama went through this, my 
Have you been caught? Have you, are you caught there? If you're caught there, I want to tell you that he unraveled the generational curses and he unraveled and he tore apart the generational sin that comes from one to the other and he stops it when it comes to you when you believe what he has already done. The impact of what sin brings to us, the Lord undoes it with his blood and with his body. Oh, wow. Tap your knees. Uh-oh, you don't have any more excuse now. <laughs> you can't brag, but will I just weak? No, sorry. Wherever you're weak, he comes to make you, come on, strong. It may be this morning that as we prepare for this, that you have to talk to God for a moment and make some new decisions before you eat of this bread and drink of this cup where you decide I am done with my own destruction. I'm finished with a manner of life that doesn't please God. Let's not make the mistake as some have done and even in the early church they did it. They they misunderstood the grace of God for the license of God. They said, well, shall we keep on sinning? Here's what the Apostle Paul writes. Shall I keep on sinning that grace may abound? Immediately he says, God forbid. How shall we who are dead to sin live in it any longer? When Jesus died, I want you to identify with that death. The problem has been your old man. I don't mean your husband. I don't mean your wife. I mean, I mean, I mean your old man flesh. Tap somebody and say, your old man needs to die. I wonder how many wives would be absolutely elated if the old man in you, sir, died and the new man that Christ created began to express himself. I wonder how many of our family members would be changed if we just made a decision. That's the way I used to be. I, I don't have to live this way. I don't have to act this way. I don't have to portray anymore this way because his blood has forgiven me and changed me. I want you to bow your heads and for just a moment as you pray. And I want you to consider this. You know, we've been in this season of generosity. And we discovered that you can't be generous if you've not received the grace of God. Everyone who's received the grace of God becomes incredibly, joyfully generous. Part of the grace of God is expressed when the Lord said, every time you take this cup and take this bread, eat this bread, you proclaim the death of the Lord. When you remember me, it's not crucifying him again, but it's 
remembering him and raising him before the situation and the power thereof. You release the power of God when you remember what he did for you. As grotesque as it was, is as beautiful as it is what the Lord does for you in fulfilling his promises. Mm. So you pray, you talk to God. Whatever you need to make a decision about, whatever you need to clear your heart of, whatever you need to appropriate, wherever you need to appropriate forgiveness. Not just forgiveness, you know the Bible says, not only will he forgive us, but he will cleanse us. If he forgives you and he cleanses you, then you don't have to repeat. Heavenly Father, today we come as a church before you. Lord, we're so grateful. We thank you for what you went through for us. Thank you that you decided that we were worth it. Thank you, Lord, for spilling your blood. Every stripe, every nail, every torturing act for us. We declare today, Father, that by that blood we have been forgiven. By your blood we were healed. By your blood we were made new. By your blood we succeed for your glory. I pray, Lord, Every sickness, every pain, in the name of Jesus, because of your blood, we pray, we believe today that it is healed, it is moved out of the way. We make room in our hearts for you today because of your blood because of your body. Thank you, Father, for everyone who eats and everyone who drinks today unto thee. May they receive the promise and the power. It's in the name of Jesus. Do we declare this cup, your blood, and this bread, your body? So as we eat, so let your promise be done in the mighty name of Jesus. And amen. Amen. Come, help me. I want you to receive this today.
done this before. There's a little tab on top. If you flip it down, there's another little tab underneath that. If you need some help, do something that will just shock people. Turn around and ask someone for help. <laughs> I can stand here today and tell you that I'm a physical demonstration 
of the healing of God for something that doctors could do nothing about. And today, it is not just that I'm whole, I don't even have the chemical in my blood. Because of the power of the blood of Jesus. In the name of Christ, let us commune together. to lift those hands and I want you to begin to worship God right there where you stand. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Make the declaration in the name of Jesus. Thank you for my healing in the name of Christ. Thank you for breaking the spirit of poverty in my life and the spirit of failure. Let it be broken in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. I lift my marriage before you in the name of Jesus. Heal our covenant, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, my children are strange. I'm asking you, Lord, bring them back together. Bring them back, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, heal the breach between myself and them in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. situation would you would you just lift that hand that hand if you have a physical situation that has just been so difficult mm. then those that are standing around them don't be afraid to fill your hands on them and pray for them right now in the name of and just begin to speak their healing in the name of Jesus father I thank you I praise you in the name of Jesus I thank your heavenly father for the power restoring everything that was lost. Thank you, Father, for the restoring in Jesus' name. I bless you. I praise you. Lord, I declare I declare healing over you in the name of Jesus Christ. I, I command it to leave and to go in the name of Christ. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Let it be so.
the name of Jesus. I praise you for it. I thank you, Father. What doctors couldn't do, what doctors can't do, you can do. And I bless you and I praise you in the name of Jesus. I thank you for touching her in the name of the Lord. sweetheart. She's a wonderful, wonderful. She looks good too. Good morning. What a pleasure it is to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. You've already greeted one another. Did you do it with a holy kiss? <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> you may have your seat. Kenny, we have announcements. Can you prepare them? And we're going to listen to the announcements. And I'm going to give you an opportunity to give in the house of the Lord.